Kilodata, what is this? Hey, everybody, and welcome to the show and tell. This is our favorite half an hour of the week. It's me, Lady Ada, the engineer, and with me is Phil, and we're here at the Adafruit factory. This is where we do all the design, test, manufacturing, shipping, documenting, guides, and videoing of all the cool electronic goodies that you know and love. But right now, it's resting, and uh, it's quiet, waiting for everyone to come by on this hangout to show up what you're working on. What are you 3D printing, making, crafting, sewing, writing? We'd love to hear about it. So the next half an hour, we're going to go through some Adafruit peeps who will tell us what they're working on. And then we'll uh, also check in with people from around the world who are coming to show off their projects. So let's start off with Scott. Hello. West, hello. Um, I'm working on getting the Maker Fair this weekend. Uh, that's one thing I'm working on. So I fly to New York tomorrow. Um, so if anybody's at World Maker Fair, join the Discord. It's adafru.it slash Discord. We have a World Maker Fair channel. And if you at me, T-A-N-N-E-W-T, I'll add you to the role as well. So when we say like, hey, everybody, we're here, we at those people and everybody gets notified of that. Um, so if you're going to do that, let us know. We're also going to the Open Hardware Summit. So if you're going there as well, do the same thing uh, and let us know so that we can meet up. Um, what I've been working on is I really wanted to have a demo for Maker Faire to show people. And uh, more, we were talking about doing synth stuff when I'm in town. So I had been working on the Game Boy. And this is my Game Boy Pocket. And it does what it did before, where it shows the Adafruit logo. Uh, but as it waits here, it's loading the sound effects from the Pico 8 Celeste cartridge. <laughs> And then we'll keep going. Um, but that's what it's doing is that the Python code is saying like, hey, hey, run these instructions, Game Boy. And uh, it just sleeps between the notes and stuff. So it's it's all all the music stuff is done actually in Python, like all of the note coordination, at least. OK, synthesizer is happening. Mm -hmm. All right, sweet. Thanks for the update. And then uh, maybe you'll be toting that around at Maker Faire. People can. Meet you up at the meetup, and you they can play these bleeps themselves. Totally, and I just wrote a note to like bring enough batteries for it. Yes, good. Okay, next up, Phil B. What are you raycasting this week? I, I am. Uh, give me just a sec. I can try switching cameras here. Oh boy. Okay. It looks like something's working. Okay. Uh, what I've been doing, uh, actually, I have a new guide on the learning system. Um, it is a. Uh, uh, 3D maze that runs on the Halloween um, very, very smoothly, uh, better than 30 frames a second. And uh, it doesn't really, it's just, it's just a graphics demo. You know, it, there's there's nothing to actually play with on it. Um, but it's something I wanted to do. Um, I had this idea for how to do very fast uh, fill operations, and uh, that worked out. But um, anyway, the 3D maze idea, it's kind of been a, a hello world of graphics for, uh, for a very long time. Um, you know, uh, Wolfenstein 3D was a big thing in the 90s. And then before that, um, you know, we had these the SGI machines that cost as much as a house, you know, running the, the maze demo. And uh, it's just, it's, it's cool seeing it. You know, now we got $35 microcontroller boards and uh, here we are doing buttery smooth uh, 3D graphics. So uh, that's that's what I did last week. Awesome. Pretty cool. 
Nice work. All right, and there's a guide for people who want to play with that, and then they can even make their own mazes. Yeah. They, I don't know, they can come up with some other design to 3D rendering things. Yes, yeah, the the, the technique um, might be useful for uh, uh, polygon fills, you know, 2D or uh, 3D uh, polygon stuff, flat shading, yes. Okay. Not using my words. All right, I have, I have a, a quest for you. Okay. Come on. Do you want to try rendering like a polygon skull or something like one of those low poly designs, and then you can rotate around with the accelerometer? Like a teapot uh, or, or a rabbit or a skull. Would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, demo? I was I was mad until you said teapots. Now I probably have to do it. Yeah. Okay. Now I tricked you with the teapots. Okay. All right. Maybe like a goth teapot or something. I don't know. I'll. I'll figure something. It has out. to be Halloween themed. So I don't know. It's... Okay, that yeah. Okay, I'll I'll come back to the teapot idea later. Maybe a pumpkin teapot. I don't know. You can render render scenes from Lawnmower Man. There's all sorts of stuff you can do. <laughs> okay. uh, maybe next week uh, if you're up for it. Okay, let's go to see what JP is up to. He's hydrating, which is wise. Stay hydrated. Yes, hydrating. And uh, let's see. What am I up to? Uh, I have segways. So first of all, Scott's got me real excited. So I fished out of a drawer. This is an original Game Boy. It just happens to be partly disassembled. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to getting one of Scott's juicy circuit Python -y cartridges to put in this at some point and, and uh, make some fun noises. Um, segway two is that I also have something on Halloween. Uh, it is not as flashy for sure as um, Ray casting a maze, but uh, this little tease for my project that I'll be working on tomorrow. I have one of our little uh, Halloween costumed uh, characters, and I've set this one up as a slideshow viewer based on what Scott had showed last week, except instead of using the teeth to advance, I'm using the accelerometer. So if I tip it down and back up, I'll get a different image. Let me see if that's working. Yeah, it is. Uh, so I've got 21 images loaded onto here, and every time I tip it, I get a different one of our characters to fade up. Um, so that's a little hint, little teaser for something I'll be building on the live stream tomorrow. Okay. And for everyone who's ever had to do graphics and microcontrollers or anything where you have to do so much work for like such a small output, like so this is so easy. You just taught like these are the images I sent JP. Yeah. You just put that in, you just put that on the USB drive, which is CircuitPython, and it just works. Yeah, it's great. And actually, a little tip, I'm, I'm putting this in a guide I'm writing. Uh, for this code, the one that Scott wrote that mine's based on, it only looks at images that are on the root level of this. So I actually have three folders full of images that I'm not showing on here. And then I just swap them around on the, we got like, what, eight megabytes of flash on here. So it's really convenient if you're thinking about doing like badge kind of stuff or other image viewer things to go in and swap out which things you want to show. Yeah, conference badges, anything. Uh, no, in Pedro's project that we're going to show um, later with um, there's a book and there's 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 all sorts of things. Like if you want a little tiny slideshow, um, it's, so it's so easy now. <laughs> it's like oh, finally, yeah. Sure. These are 128 by 128, 24 bit BMP files. That's it. Yeah. It's not like they went through a script to turn them into a header file or anything uh, like nope. that. It's unreal. Yeah. Kind of, I, I want all the time back from all. Like, <laughs> Give it back. Like two weeks to get like one image on a little tiny screen. I'm like, this is the most accomplished. This is my life dream. Now this should be a really big deal. Like drawing an image. Now it's like okay, yeah. draw an image. All right, all right, sweet. Thanks for the uh, teaser for what you're going to be building tomorrow. Just cool. 
Okay. Speaking of Noah Pedro. Speaking of Noah Pedro, what are you up to? Hey, guys. Hey, folks. Let's see here. So we also have a feather we uh, Halloween, Halloween project. We put a case together for it. Uh, it's a wearable case. So this is a two-piece case. It's 3D printed, of course. We, we went ahead and used our vinyl cutter to make the little vinyl graphic of the skull. Could put some more detail to it, but that's what it is right now. We got two loops in there, so we can kind of put this necklace in there. We got access to the USB port. We got access to the, the cap touch pads. And we also have this little kind of thing in the back here. We have these two holes so that we can fit a little accessory to it. So this was an idea from Bill Binko last week. Mm. Um, so it's a, sort of a clip that you can either attach onto your apparels or you can uh, kind of fit it onto like a thin laptop screen so that folks can see. And we also have different versions of the top as well. This is a bigger hole for the 40 millimeter lens. And of course, this is the version without the lens. So if you don't want to use the lens, you can do that as well. I got a little hole in there too for the light sensor. Mm. Uh, it's pretty dark in there, but if you shine some light in there, there's also some ideas of putting some light pipe in there so we can actually get it uh, a little bit brighter. But snap fits, there's no hardware needed for it. So you can just kind of click it out like that. Click it out, and there she is. She just fits in there um, with friction so she's not going to fall out. Yay. For the battery, we're, uh, we're going to get some bigger batteries, but for now I'm using the 100 milliamp battery. Okay. So that's what's working in it. So that's our project. Check it out. It's on uh, GitHub and Thingiverse. You can also get the uh, the STL and the step file of the Halloween board itself. If you guys want to make some projects with that, so check it out. Yay! That is the case. I'm gonna wear it that's now. Yeah, people always like okay. custom cases. If you have a 3D printer, access to one. Yeah. You can customize your case. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Okay. okay. Sweet. Uh, All right. Colin Col came in, and then we'll go to Mike. Colin came in. What What are you up to, Colin? I can't hear you. Yeah, now I'm not muted. Uh, figured I'd just drop by. I was experimenting with digipots, which are digital potentiometers. So basically, an analog potentiometer, variable resistance, that's controlled via uh, a microcontroller. Um, mm. So, huh, she says as if she's huh. never heard it before. And I've never heard of that before. Wow, well, let me find my mouse on this screen and show it to you. Basically, here we go. I will go to the other camera. Hey, ooh. So this is an old analog synth module that I put in the makeshift chipboard uh, panel. Don't do that. It's really good to use a grounded panel for these sort of things. But anyway, um, here's the pot that was controlling the shell volume on the synthesizer. And what I can do is just take those connections and put them over onto, this is a Feather M0 controlling an MCP41100 digital potentiometer chip, okay. little eight pin dip. So if I just pop in or swap in that in place of my pot, I can have this continually change the value, and you can't hear it unless I turn it up, but can you hear that? Yeah. Doesn't sound amazing. Uh, right now, there's some noise on the line mm -hmm. that is created by the digital, uh, the SPI, the, the talk back and forth, the communication with the chip. So I was trying to figure out ways to isolate that if I can. Mm -hmm. and there is one way you might be able to at least isolate the clock noise with uh, 
or gates. So, experimentation continues. Okay. That is. Good update. Um, yes. All right. Thank you. Okay. It might, might be. Hello. Hello. So, um, in the mail this week, I got this uh, nice cricket for uh, microbit. And. Uh, can you hold it up a little bit? Sure. Okay, there you go. Now you can see it. Yeah. And uh, it looks very much like the uh, other crickets that were out. It's got that nice little stop sign shape. And um, we the store was out of micro bits. So I went to Micro Center and got my micro bit. I really, a lot of people already have these, but I hadn't picked one up because it was just one more microcontroller, you know, at this point. But, but uh, I've started using it with Cricut and actually I'm really kind of a fan now. I mean, uh, uh, you can do all the crickety things, the servos, the, the uh, amplified speaker um, and everything with your micro bit. And uh, it's programmable in uh, make code. And I also tried Arduino and it works great. So, yeah. And thanks so, for being the guide. You've been hard at work. Yes. So, images. So the intro to Cricut guide already has uh, stuff on this and uh, uh, upcoming projects. So you can check that out. Now, um, I took, uh, I, I had like half an hour. So I pinged JP and I said, I want to do a, a um, Halloween project too, because I want to wear it at Maker Faire. I'm going to be hanging out with Scott, uh, coordinate on Discord and uh, we can meet or I'll, I'll be there. I'll give you some info in a minute. So uh, this is my little skull thing. I, I tried to match it so the skull would line up and it has eight of fruit on its forehead. And then I still have it cap touch. So uh, I've got kind of a little, hi, this is me. Um, uh, hello, name tag. And a QR code that goes to my website. So. Okay. I can wear this and and kind of show people the technology and um, and also you know identify who I am. I, I'm just I'm a very plain person, so that <laughs> people. Uh, but best-selling author. Well, a of a circuit playground express. Talk about segues. Uh, you know, I've, I've been really busy besides uh, all my Adafruit work. Uh, Make published my book uh, uh, on the 10th, and uh, it sold out on online that day, and, and Make's been kind of getting books in and out. I know it came on the Adafruit um, site, and then I was told it sold out. Yep. yep. But uh, more on the way, of course. But... Uh, um, yeah, I've gotten a lot of positive feedback that, uh, that people like, uh, they want kind of a dead tree version or digital version, uh, info on how to set up and use their, uh, Circuit Playground Express. And, uh, uh, hopefully I've captured that, uh, in full color, uh, make code, um, got some Circuit Python here, actually, I think I've got... Yes, book on Circuit Python. There we go. We got JP's uh, uh, fruit uh, organ there. Uh, yep, it's all cool. It was Katney's, right? You got one oh, of each. I got one of each. I got Katney's mm. and his. Yeah. And then uh, 
uh, I don't go through a lot of um, Arduino programs, but all the arcane stuff of how to set up Arduino to run on Circuit Playground Express and the Circuit Playground Express library, so you can easily tap into all the features of the board, um, is in this book. So uh, it's cheaper than my Trinket book from four years ago. Uh, and uh, if people are interested, they can uh, go online. They could wait for Adafruit to get it in and use their, their discount code. Or at Maker Fair this weekend in Queens, New York, uh, I'll be there along with the Adafruit crew kind of wandering uh, around. We're going to coordinate in Discord as far as where we might come and hang out and uh, have people find us. And then I'm going to be giving a talk on Sunday at noon in Zone 3, the DigiKey Make for Electronics stage or I think it's near DigiKey. It's look in the program noon on Sunday. Um, come out and I'll be talking about uh, the book and Circuit Playground Express. And uh, I'll bring my little badge and I'll bring my uh, cricket for Circuit Playground Express uh, so people can see that too. And it uh, should be a great time. Okay. All right. Thanks so much, Mike. Thanks, Mike. All right. Jonathan. Hello. You want to unmute your mic and show us your project? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah I can hear you. Hello, welcome. Hi. Um, I was uh, working on uh, my Arduino Uno. Uh huh. So I placed the buzzer in. Okay. And so it matches with ground and pin twelve. So I started uh, like trying to make the notes. So I didn't use any libraries. I just use like um, like delay microseconds to to make the tones. Yeah. And then it was 15 September, and I wanted to to make it play the national anthem of Costa Rica because uh, Costa Rica, the country where I live. Uh, 15 September is the day of independence. Cool. So I made all the notes and then I had to put place them in order to play it. So Okay, let's hear. really good wow congratulations Yay. Yay. Now, do you normally stand you salute like what's the what's the other thing you got to do when when it's played huh you have to stand up when when the anthem's playing do you have to salute do you have the flag you have to... yes okay okay oh congratulations you did an excellent job and we're gonna send you. you a sticker yep email support at adafruit.com and say that you are on the show and tell, and we're going to send you a show and tell sticker that you can put on the back of your Arduino or anywhere you like. Anywhere. Okay. Okay. Congratulations right. and thank you so much. Good work. All right, everybody. That is the show and tell for this week.
Thanks, uh, thanks, Libby. Thanks, Leonardo Pedro. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Jonathan. Thanks, JP. And thank you, Colin. We're every single week at 30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is our favorite half an hour every single week. Scott, do you want to play us out with some bleepy? Floating. Everyone's beeping. That's great. Look at this. Got skull things doing things. All right, All right thanks everybody. Mm -hmm. See you. Thanks so much. In about ten minutes for asking engineer. Bye. Bye.